everybody. It's the Hoops Talk. What are you? <laughs> As you can, if you watch our YouTube channel, you're going to see the magnificent Karen wearing one of our branded Hoops Talk masks. So we have a mask now available on our Red Bubble shop. It looks great. I love this. I love this so much. I want to. You need to take a picture of it again with this background so that I can go ahead and post it up because I have an old picture up, but I think this I'm gonna screenshot me, go. Okay, hold on. I don't know how to screenshot. How do I do a screenshot? We'll do that later. We'll do it later. Oh, I'll yeah. do a screenshot. I'll do a screenshot right now. Do it again. Do it again. Wait, okay, wait, move on. over so you can see the, the jersey. Other way, other way, other way. Okay, we're sorry, guys. We're starting with a screenshot. Okay, ready? One, two, three. Ah, yay. Okay, so I got a screenshot there. We'll put it up. Hello, hello, guys. NBA tips off today. Day, day, day. Ooh, 7.25. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. So we record on Saturdays and, you know, we go live Wednesdays. But I was watching the first, I mean, we all watched the, the, the tip off. And the uh, Sabrina Ionesco and the Liberty and Seattle Storm, I mean, already started off hot. Match up. Match it Heck up. Yeah. So hot. I'm so Super excited. Brianna Stewart. Yes. Everything. And then if you are uh, following on social, WNBA Twitter is on fire. All of the uh, WNBA orange hoodies that people are showing support across sports. We, both Karen and I have ours on for this show, you know. Um, I feel bad. Kendall, well, you're in Utah. I know. It's like it's a thousand degrees. It's at my apartment in LA. You're okay. It's, it's like hell's kitchen over here. Yes. So, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm no, sorry. absolutely. No, we, you know, you are with us all the way mm-hmm. on this, this energy of the, of the WNBA. Um, it's really great to see. Um, everybody just supporting the W, you know, I really love seeing it. I really love that we're part of this support system and I just want to keep the energy going through the season. And, and, you know, like we've always said, it, it's double-edged, right? Because we want to make sure everyone's safe. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I know somebody already might have tested positive for Corona, um, which we'll, we'll get into, but it is very awesome to see the uh, athletes out there playing on these on the beautiful WNBA court with Black Lives Matter. Yep. You know, all of them wearing uh, the jerseys that says "Justice for Breonna Taylor." I mean, say her name. It is. Mm-hmm. It's a, It's great to see. Mm-hmm. It's so it out during the anthem. Thing. Yep. Yeah. Beautiful. And then gave Breonna Taylor twenty six second uh, moment of silence because mm-hmm. that's how old she was when she was killed Mm. yeah yeah it's it it it's everything this sport is everything you want sports to be so i'm so excited it's back just everybody stay safe i know in the in the first half kia nurse actually got a rolled ankle um which really i mean they said that she was in tears. She put her uh, towel over her head because she was in so much pain. So hoping that that um, isn't as worse, you know, as as it could be. And she's able to get back because the Liberty is already pretty shorthanded. Um, they, everyone is, you know, because of opt-outs and, and, and um, this being the kind of truncated series season. So um, 
and see what happens. But yes, I'm glad to be back on a Saturday. Is this going to be us, ladies? We, um, you know, we're going to be rolling, talking about Going sport. <laughs> I wish. I wish. Um, we are going to just be rolling into what's happening currently in sports. and But we do have, uh, we've booked up guests for August. So August is going to be real good. I'm mm-hmm. super excited. Packed, um, packed. Um, so yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be great. Karen, how are you holding it down in SF? Tell us everything. I'm so safe on board. <laughs> I don't think I've gone to a store this week. I literally spit coffee out of my mouth with that. Yeah, one. sorry. Um, I've been able to start on a screenplay, pay all my like the house is clean. I mean, I don't know what else is left to do here. Right. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And Olivia's in a summer session right now. So yeah, it's virtual summer camp. I'm too freaked out to send her to real summer school, even though they have Makes their sense. precautions. They make you sign a contract saying that you're not going to sue them if you get sick with COVID or die. That's never mm. a good sign. Yeah, probably not great. <laughs> not a good sign. I mean, yeah. you think about how easily it is to get a cold from these right. germ kids. I right. mean, I'm sorry. I, Kids, yeah. you're full of germs. Right. But hey, guess what? The pool's open. Oh, oh yeah. Ollie and I walk, we walk over and then we look. in that thing, are they? <laughs> hey, chlorine, baby. <laughs> Studies show the chlorine is good, kills that shit. But it's when people are there and in your face above water. So Ollie and I only go when there's no one else. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. Oh, I bet. I bet. Well, you know, it's going to be an interesting summer, and I wish you well, and I hope you don't go stir crazy. There was a yeah. summer? Uh, I guess. <laughs> Next week is right. August. <laughs> uh, I know. Unreal. I know. It's it's insane. Mm-hmm. Kendall, Utah, how are you holding it down? I'm bored, too. Um, <laughs> I watched all of Unsolved Mysteries yesterday. Mm-hmm. Oh, the uh, old school or the new? The new one on Netflix. Um, you recommended because like I'm episodes. so sick of everything I I've mean, seen this week. I recommend it if you've watched literally everything else. Okay, yeah, yeah. I have watched <laughs> so, everything else. So if that's you've watched fair. everything else, go for it. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm bored as well and hot. And uh, yeah, just trying to keep busy. Oh, yeah, I am not bored because I realize my life is been this boring for a while. (laughs) Actually, I take that back. You know, we do tend to do a lot of like traveling and not being able to do that. I think the other day I was just like screaming and crying in the apartment and just saying like, we're all going to die. Yeah. Um, So I have my moments. (laughs) I have my moments. And, um, but especially because, you know, the surge is happening uh, again in Los Angeles. We're going through another surge, mm-hmm. and um, they—I know—they've been talking about closing down, like shutting everything down, like doing safer at home, like we did before. So mm-hmm. uh, it's been—it's been crazy. We just found out someone in our apartment complex got COVID. They had oh. to send out an email, so uh, that's like another mm. thing. You know, just like when you think you're at that phase of like, hey, we can maybe we're going to get through this and then like get these major setbacks and it's not like a setback like, oh, you know, I gained five pounds. It's like, oh, I could die. So <laughs> that's pretty major. <laughs> yeah. Pretty major I, setbacks. 
I thought everything was already shut down again. Um, I don't think so. I don't know. I mean, it might be, and it might just be essentials, but like, as far as like people being mandated to stay at home, like remember when we had that just stay at home mandate, um, mm-hmm. that's, I think that's not going, that's not happening, but you know, to be <laughs> honest with you, I have had to stop watching a lot of the news because it's just been a lot, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so not to be a downer. I mean, now we have, we, I, and you know, honestly, like I was thinking the other day too, I'm like, how are we getting the reward of having sports back when our country is surging? But I had we to just like it. suppress it. I had too to suppress to the feeling. About. I was like, you know what? It. Start. I just started, whenever those lo- logical thoughts come in my head, I just start chanting USA. And I <laughs> get dulled into the way Start that it is in this USA. country, you know, it kills everything, kills all logic when you just start chanting USA. So I love my country. I'm glad we can do this, but fuck, like be safe people, wear a mask. We have I love it. I just don't Bowl. like it right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm not mad. I'm just really disappointed. <laughs> I do, but I don't. Yeah. But I do, but I don't. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, well, I, you know we're 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 ready here. Uh, let's go into some house cleaning and some updates as we always do. Please, please, please subscribe, like, and review on Apple Podcasts and or on Spotify. We're also on Google Play. We're on Overcast FM, we're on iHeartRadio, Pandora, we're all over the place. But if you set up your subscription um, or if you subscribe or if you do your alerts, then you know when a new episode hits and you'll have it fresh in your uh, listening library. You can you can hear us. Um, we also have our YouTube channel where you can see our lovely faces and our virtual backgrounds and see our guests with us in action. And uh, if you set your alerts, you'll know when we're going to be on and you can catch the premiere, which we premiere Wednesdays at 6.30 p.m. West Coast time. Um, and also where we premiere on the Good News Radio app, um, which you can download and check that out Wednesdays at 6.30 p.m. You can also follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at The Hoops Talking. Plus, we have a TikTok um, uh, at the, it's the Hoops Talk podcast. Our intern has decided to take the summer off. So I was informed. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Oh, very short internship here. Yeah. So, um, I'm gonna have to look up the terms of our internship to see (laughs) if maybe we have to recoup some hours, uh, for this, but, um, Yes, he's decided to take some time away from this uh, uh, internship, and he will be 14 on August 1st. So happy early birthday to my little Leo. What a Leo. Let me tell you. He's a Leo, and he has me for an aunt. So all I'm saying is I was talking to him and his mom, my sister, and um, I was saying, well, maybe he wants to be a rapper like as a career path. So yeah, so I'm definitely feeding into his showmanship, let's say. Very bad idea. I was like, maybe he doesn't want to go to college. That did not get a good look. That did not get... It did not. No, it did not fall well. I was glad she didn't hang up on me. (laughs) (laughs) 
(laughs) So, so that's happening on our TikTok, but we'll try to do something on that for y'all. So just keep, keep looking. Um, And with that, I think we're ready to go into, um, we're just going to dive right into sports in the age of coronavirus. So we will be right back. And we are back. All right. Let's dive right in. So big, big congratulations to past guest, Kia Clark. Yes. So when Kia Clark came onto the show, I believe in May, she was the COO of the New York Liberty. And she was just promoted prior to the season tip-off to the CEO, Chief Executive Officer of the New York Liberty. And it couldn't be more well-deserved. So cool, man. So right. cool. So awesome. We, you know, we know the ahead. CEO of the Liberty. I mean, when we start mm-hmm. traveling, girl, it's sound. Do you hear that, Kia? We're going to be giving you a call. Um, but no, seriously, like when, when she was on the show, she talked a lot about how the Liberty not only was going to be, you know, Barclays is going to be new for them, but I really like the fact that she said, you know, it's not just about moving into the Barclays, but it's also about what we're going to be doing for that community on all of New York. And I think that's so important, you know, to think about, like, it's not just about you playing there. It's about how you're going to enrich the community as well. Mm -hmm. Um, She really promoted the LGBTQ uh, events, the pride events that they were going to be doing, which I think WNBA always like knocks that stuff out of the park. Like they've always done really good job. I love the Sparks one. They they do a really amazing pride night um, and the merch that they have for that. So I think it's so well-deserved. And the picture that she posted, you know, talking about how, you know, she start, she was playing basketball at a young age and then going to the WNBA. And she talked about that journey on our podcast with us. So mm-hmm. it was just really awesome to know someone and know like that their journey has brought them to being the CEO of a WNBA team. It's wild. I mean, talk about boss. Right. Boss. And so well-deserved. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you see people getting promoted and you're like, okay, sure, that's awesome. But this person is like, just put the work in and you get to see it. It's very transparent about it. So it's really awesome. Yep. And, uh, such an amazing role model. Yep. So amazing. So Started con- from the bottom and worked your way up. Right, right. It can be done. Mm-hmm. It can be. Well, I think a lot of times when you see these, see the success too, one of the things that we're missing is the journey part. Because you're like, okay, here's this person, and then all of a sudden they're CEO. And so I think yeah. a lot of times people think that you can do this overnight, but it's all these like work, 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 um, and you can make it. So you just got to yeah. be consistent and work. So big, yep. big congratulations to her. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also announced Los Angeles. It's is getting their own uh, National Women's Soccer League. That's so wrong. So cool. Yeah. So rad, right? So yep. awesome. Uh, it, the, the team's name is Angel City. So it's the Angel City Women's Soccer Team. Um, and For now. For now, yeah. 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 There's a, you know, we're going to, I don't want to get too much into that because we're going to have a guest on 
uh, next podcast. It's going to talk a little bit more about that um, from a grassroots local level that I think will be very enlightening and very interesting. But that said, um, this league comes with a lot of star power from its investment. Yes, support. That's so cool too. A lot of women star power. Yeah, a lot of women. Um, uh, Natalie Portman is one of the major investors. Uh, Olympia Ohani, who is mm-hmm. Serena's daughter, is the youngest. Serena. So cute, I love Serena. That. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but her daughter is the one of the youngest ever investors. So cute, so cute, so cute. So cute. Um, I mean, there's a whole slew of women. Jennifer Garner, yeah. right? Uzo Aduba, America Ferrera, yeah. yep. Eva Longoria, Lily yeah. Singh, yep. Mia Hamm. I mean, yeah, right. then, then there's 14 uh, previous former U.S. women's national team players. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, yeah. I think all women. Just, yeah, all women <laughs> except for um, except for Alexis. Alexis, Ohani, yeah, Serena's husband, but but he's like strong ally. So he yeah, can, yeah, he can join. He's really a Serena's husband. Let's just call him that. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, with this, okay, so this is kind of goes to, I think the excitement that we have is not just because we love women's sports and we, we love, uh, you know, having a local team. Cause you know, we all going to go to those games. Like oh, sure. as soon as that shit pops off, I already bought a shirt. I'm getting ready. I'm watching soccer. I'm just like, I don't care if, you know, to be honest with you, I don't really have like, I'm not like, I'm a huge soccer fan, but if it's, you know, something that I think has a bigger message. I want to support it. And mm-hmm. I'm sure it'd be amazing. I can't wait to go to a game with you guys and be oh, cheering yeah. this on. And not only that, but just think about the visiting teams that we're going to get to see compete. It's just going to be like next level, right? Mm-hmm. So, so not only is the as sports fans and supporters of women in sport and women in sport that we love this, but this is what we talk about the bigger um, – scenarios of women owning a piece of Mm -hmm. the leadership portion, right? Of making that change in the leadership uh, portion, the ownership, um, which I think is so important. And that's kind of where we've talked a lot about this. It's just that, you know, you, and we'll talk a little bit later um, during my hoops off, I have, have some, some thoughts on, you know, ownership and how (laughs) ownership um, you know, they put a lot of the responsibility on the players and they don't do enough from an ownership and a leadership level. And I think our last guest, Josiah Johnson mentioned this as well. It's kind of like, you know, you're putting the responsibility on the athletes that ha- are majority black, you know, mm-hmm. and so they have to do that and they're already doing their thing and they just want to play. And where is the leadership? And then also, you know, when the players are doing this work, they're putting in the work, they're being visible and they're using their platform and then ownership or commissioners or leadership do something that goes really against what the players are putting out there. Then oh, yeah. that's, that's when it looks performative. Right. Mm-hmm. Super. You know, that's when that stuff doesn't hold the weight that it should because you're like, how can you in one hand be making these strides uh, from a player, athlete, 
you know, to sell merch. And then from an ownership level, you're not really doing what you need to do because you're thinking about the the mighty dollar. I mean, we see that across industries, why Mm -hmm. folks have unions, why they protest when their leadership or companies don't want to pay them. Absolutely. Fairly. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, kind of like a reverse of that, you know, society then always too, it's like, there's always this, like when you want to boycott a big business, they're like, oh, but you know what? You're going to take away, employees are going to get fired and they're going to lose their jobs. I'm like, you guys know that's the decision of management, right? Like if you don't shop, if they lose revenue, they can keep everyone. They just need to mm-hmm. take the money away from themselves, but they won't do that. So they fire people. So right. mm-hmm. let's not get that twisted. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think that's so important. Um, and in thinking of take, even taking a step back to even bigger picture, um, when we think about how tyranny works in in certain countries, you know, they they come first they come after the undocumented, then they go after uh black people, right? Then they go after uh peaceful protesters and then all of a sudden they start shifting, you know, people say like, oh that's not me, that's not me, that's not me. So they don't feel like they need to be part of it. And then what you're growing is actually the erosion of human rights and taking away of freedoms. And that's the case for what you're saying, Karen. It's like, you know, when people start saying like, oh, you know, you're going to hurt the the people that are working. Well, you're 100% correct. No, they can pay them. They can pay and them and make the right decision. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, I mean, we were talking about this in our group chat the other day, right? About this whole trickle down, right? right. And they're like, oh yeah, we'll just put it right back into the people. It's going right back into the people. How many years have we been doing this? And the CEOs of all these companies are just taking all that and putting it right into their pockets. Mm-hmm. Nobody else is seeing it. And we're all still, everybody, all their little minions are all still living in poverty and all that kind of <laughs> shit. So like, right. it's, it's, yeah. it's all about greed. Yeah. It's all about greed. Yeah, it is. And, you know, I mean, we need to have corporations. We need, you know, we have these, because uh, we need to have the business for our country and we understand that. I just think we need to look at it a little bit different. Um, so, yeah, so that happened. Um, but, but, you know, to the point of you're seeing women invest, um, I, there are some things, you know, to kind of look at and be like, Hmm, you know, what, what, what does it mean to have a lot of money and access and be able to do this? And how does it benefit? Like what, I think there's a lot of things that are still to unpack, but for now we're going to celebrate the fact that this is happening. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're super excited about it and we'll oh, see, yeah. you know, how it unfolds because there are going to be implications from a local level in the community. And we're going to talk about that with our guests on uh, next week. But just to keep in mind, you know, just because of someone has a lot of money and they come in with the good intentions, you know, that doesn't always equal the outcome that could have been better or, you know, is helping, helping. It's like, do those, like, I mean, not to be like totally a buzzkill, but like, do they live here? You know, have they, how else are they supporting the community? You know, how did they think about the community that was here 
prior to them. You know, it's like Dodger Stadium. Yeah, we got a brand new Dodger Stadium, but you wiped out one of the biggest Hispanic neighborhoods in Los Angeles to make the stadium. So, you know, I mean, not like I said, I don't want to be like Debbie Debbie Downer, but, (laughs) you know, those are just some things. That's how we have to think about things. I I feel like because it's a bunch of women, though, and this isn't normal, right? You're not used yeah. to, we're not, every, yeah. pretty much every other sports team is owned by, is owned by a white man, right? Yeah. Or, yeah. or was inherited, you know, as a family yep. business and has been inherited. If like there's the a Kings, woman at the top, like Sacramento, right. Kings, if, it, and stuff, if yeah. there's a woman at the top, it's because it's been brought down through her family and she got it. It wasn't like she went out and paid for it with her right. money, right? For right. the most part, I don't, I can't think of any teams that just assume, yeah, just straight up bought. But I feel like, and this goes back to the whole, like, women as president, like, oh, they're so emotional, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, well, every fucking war has been started by a man, by the way. <laughs> Hello. Um, yeah. Anyway. You mean but, we have more heart? Right. You're like, right. I you're feel right. Like it, I feel like, yes, all of that has probably been thought of because it's so many women who, and women in my eyes are just more con- conscientious and and thoughtful when it comes to stuff like that so I mean obviously I don't know the insides of what happened in those rooms where they were deciding stuff but I don't know I just feel like women think about that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. whereas men don't they're all about like oh yeah and right yeah there are some women who are like that as well hello Kelly what's her fucking name fucking Um, right (laughs) but I don't know I just I have this feeling like they like all came together and and were just very thoughtful about how they were going to do this. I, yeah. Maybe I'm just, you know, holding no, on to that or something. But I just to feel, me, yeah, I just feel like you don't have this many women coming together to start mm-hmm. something like this. And agreed. And maybe we'll see a different side of sports ownership. Yeah, I and, totally agree. Yeah, go ahead, Karen. And I was going to say too, you know, usually you see just a handful of owners, but and then people are like, well, people think celebrities are rich, where they sort of are, but most owners are like the one percent, like mm. rich, yeah. rich. Yeah. So yeah. you know, a lot of these women, even though that they're living well, still couldn't afford a team on their own. So for them to pull together to be like, mm-hmm. we got to do this and be a community about it. I mean, there's something so beautiful about that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. No, I, I absolutely agree with everything you guys are saying when I I guess now in the way that we want to just have we want to make a conversation that all side that there's going to be like different points of view on this Mm -hmm. right and so I think it's just a good conversation I think it's just like good to have in your mind like you know I I love all of this but I think the conversation is also good to be had because I don't know about you guys but like sometimes in, at least in my career, I see women that are in leadership positions or women that have power. And then to do that, they have taken on the traits of what is so called the like male or predominantly male traits of a right. leader. And I think that's disappointing because we yes. can do it a different way. If you have well, access, yeah. if you have uh, money, if you have the capital, if you have the, then don't do it that way. Don't do right. it like coming in like a conqueror. We don't need that. Do it a different right. way. Um, so I think these are good conversations to have. And like I said, I'm super excited and it'll be interesting to see how this evolves and how they are going to be incorporated in the community. Because one of the things like I reached out to 
them immediately when the announcement went out. And I also reached out to another entity that we're going to be talking about in the next podcast. I don't want to get into it too much. And let's just say the the local uh, community that was grassroots that was here before this Angel City reached, like literally I got an email back from them in like a half hour from sending out the email. I have still not heard back from Angel City Soccer League. Look, I get it. We are a small show. We are local. We don't have like this range, but both sides know that. And one side said, hey, you know what? It's worth having even just an email sent to them. So just saying, just saying things to look at. So not to rain on the parade, but we have, but we're super excited, Angel City. We're super excited. We just, and we love the thoughtfulness and we love what we're, um, that, you know what? The fact that we can even have this conversation is the fact that we're seeing this happening. And I think it's really awesome. So um, that happened last week. Um, Another big time thing, Karen, I think you put this in. You want to talk a little bit about it? Well, yeah, no, I just wanted to do a quick shout out because, you know, the Giants hired their first uh, female coach in MLB history. And, you know, there's been a lot of photos and, and whatnot of Alyssa Nekin being on field, coaching first base. And there was a great photo of her, I think, from yesterday. She's rocking a BLM shirt. She's got her full mask on and she's coaching on the field. I mean, like that photo in itself is just like history in the making and I you know it felt a little tingle a little tear a little happiness a little proud so um, and you know I'm a Giants girl so happy for that and also too I mean and we talk about it with MLB just a lot of the teams and players kneeling right now like yeah awesome you know baseball is not a predominantly black sport so yeah yeah it's a a very conservative sport and your coach is your coach is extremely uh, liberal, and he has been – he kneeled with the team. He's been wearing his mask even when doing, like, social distancing yep. and doing the interviews in the dugout. He sounds like Bane every time he's on TV. Um, and he and he put out a, a statement from his Twitter explaining why he's kneeling and doing what he's doing. Like, he is – and he's good-looking. So, uh, there's that. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Yeah, now that last point is so important. <laughs> I mean, to have all of that wrapped up in a decent looking dude, it is not bad. <laughs> it's definitely thirst trap right there. <laughs> the SF Giants uh, manager is a thirst trap. Yeah. I did, you know what? I did see him speak on it and I did see him wearing a mask and he was saying, you know, black lives matter and black people mm-hmm. being murdered in this country is important and we need to, and he was like, I ain't mincing words. Yeah. I am saying exactly. And he even mentioned justice for Breonna Taylor. I mean, he was just like, nah, honey. He in. Yes. Good for him. Yeah. They I like him a lot. Okay, so the Dodgers, they didn't all kneel, which is fine. You're not going to do what you're going to do. Um, but, you know, to have – so they signed Mookie Betts um, for a yeah, really set, nice like sum of money. highest paid. He so deserves he, it. Well, he's like one of the best players in MLB. Like mm-hmm. I think like he's second to probably Mike Trout. Uh, mm-hmm. But Mike Trout is like a LeBron or a, a Jordan of – of MLB right now. So, you know, you just take him out of the conversation a lot of times <laughs> when you're talking about good, good players, but so they just signed him and he knelt, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and I believe his, he has, his dad was a veteran 
uh, or someone in his family member um, is an army vet. And so, you know, it's like he can kneel and he understands and he gets what the mess. It's not about the fucking flag. I don't know how many times I have to say this. It's not about the flag. It's not about the anthem. It's about the movement and the respect. And it's a silent, Mm -hmm. it's a, it's a peaceful protest. I mean, there's whatever, like, it's just bizarro to me that anybody would be upset about that. But, um, but yeah, so it was, it was really good to hear and see that with the, with the giants really taking that leap forward um, in MLB, which is sorely needed. MLB Mm -hmm. sorely needs to come into the new, new saga. Um, Also, um, Becky Hammond was also coaching the scrimmage. Yes. I remember seeing that too. Yeah. So nice to see her doing that. Yeah. Um, Pop sat on the bench and she coached a full scrimmage game. And that to me points to things to come. I'm excited. Why didn't he give her the job when he gave it to Young Duncan? <laughs> I know. I know. You know, I, I'm split with that. It's either like right or he's – it's that or he's really – it's a long It's a long game, right? Like he wants to set the foundation for her and do it at a time that's not out of convenience but because it was like she's ready. You know what I mean? I mean, though, she, we, we want to think she's already ready, but, yeah, it's a it's interesting – situation well, he, he was letting all of his assistants coach one game one scrimmage he was rotating but still mm-hmm. we all know becky's the best come on yeah hello come on, Pat. yeah i don't know why he's dragging his feet on that come on papa don't preach okay let's go <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I just make because moves he knows if he puts her in the spotlight he's gonna lose her that could be it hey hey you ain't you ain't wrong because then they start winning and then a bigger franchise is going to want to swoop her up true Mm -hmm. i wonder though like pop i you know i'm just wondering his retirement in his oh purview yeah that's been there a long time I know he he had a a terrible loss with his wife passing last year, Mm -hmm. I believe. And then he was kind of out for a little bit. I mean, not, I'm not going to speculate. I'm not breaking any news here, but those people, people retire before they die. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It's a real thing. Um, Mm -hmm. So let's see what happens there. That's a good story to follow, to keep following. Yeah. You know, the NBA, what pops off on uh, the 30th? So we'll mm-hmm. see more of that um, as we are watching. I, I think Becky will stay in in the Spurs. I think he's grooming her to be the next Spurs head coach. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna folks are loyal. Right. To him. All right. Yeah, and folks are loyal take. to him. So yeah. And why yeah. not be in an organization that supports freedom of speech and uh, yeah. mm-hmm. social justice? Yep. And you know, he has done more than any other coach when it comes to social justice and also uh, discussing it openly with the press, with his athletes, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, him and Steve Kerr, they're always at the forefront of discussing these things in the NBA. So why Mm -hmm. wouldn't Becky want to be in an organization that's going to allow her to continue that legacy? Yep. You know, I would. I'd be like- Supported her this far. She knows the players who obviously have- you know, all these freaking chads sitting at home have all these issues mm. with the woman and she can't be in the locker room and they're not going to listen to her. Well, the Spurs players have done that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all these, 
all these players are saying like, no, that's not true. We respect the hell out of her. And right, she's right. talking about it's these right. fucking goof offs at home who are like, oh, I can never. Right. <laughs> I know. Like, yeah. Up. Liz, I don't know if you saw on your live when I was like, ball is ball. You know, if you're, Mm -hmm. you don't like WNB watching, you don't know ball, you're stupid. You're just a lazy fuck on the couch. And that some guy was like, what? Yeah, right. LOL. I'm like, get the fuck out of your couch, bitch. He's all LOL. Yeah, not. And I'm like, what are you doing right now, sir? You're sitting on your sofa watching my IG live. Okay. On a Friday night. Okay. Yeah. On a Friday night. I know we're in the pandemic, but there's a lot of other things you could be watching. There were scrimmages going on, but you decided to poke your head into a discussion about the WNBA. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. I was about to put, no one asked for your opinion. (laughs) I put mine. So I was like, well. I know, but that's the thing. It's like, and that came up because I mentioned, so I did an, uh, an Instagram live with Liz Loza, who is Yahoo Fantasy uh, Sports, the NFL. And we did a cocktail and we were talking about the WNBA. This was on Friday. And I brought up, I'm like, it's funny how we get more people that don't follow the WNBA or don't like the NBA that feel the need to comment about it. It's like, they just can't yep. scroll past it. Like, to mute it. Mute it. Stop following people. Don't talk about it. Don't think about it. Out of sight, out of mind. You know, I don't. Necess- I don't like bowling, but I don't go and troll bowling leagues. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's not like yeah, and, and like comment. <laughs> this ain't a sport. Yeah, I don't. I don't like like hot dog eating competitions. But I'm not going into like Kobayashi's shit and like trolling him or anything like that. Like, I this is like I let you let it go. Like, live your life. Like, go and you know. And that's the other thing too. It's like they're put like there were NBA scrimmages going on when I was doing my IG live. So if that sir did not think that, you know, he didn't have to be watching this, he could be going. And if you follow, if you follow Liz Loza because you wanted to hear about NFL, but she has a guest on that's talking about WNBA. You then get out of the live. It's so easy. It's not that hard. Get out of the app. You turn, you put your phone down. It's like, why do you have to be heard? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. And and actually, you know, if you're not the per because Karen did say if you the you know schmuck sitting on the sofa, if you're not that person, then, then why, why are you so offended? offended? All the time. All the time. Like, why are you offended? This is you. And like, you know, you guys brought up the whole Karen thing. I'm all, it's not me, so right. I'm not offended. Right. right. I'm not gonna be like, oh my god, you know, Karen's such a derogatory. I don't give a right. fuck. Right. Right. It has it's nothing not to apply to me. So you. yeah. I just think it's hilarious because now when I go look at social listening trends around my name, it feels kind of good <laughs> for a hot second. Yeah. <laughs> you know how long it's that. taken me to find other Karens growing up? It was really hard. Now you got And they were bunch. all white girls. Yeah, now wow. you got a whole bunch of white girls. Got a whole bunch. A whole bunch of white girls. A whole bunch of white girls. But yeah, and you're cool hot. Kate plus eight haircut. Yeah. <laughs> I had that haircut in high school, though. I have to. <laughs> I cut it myself. <laughs> That's the real thing. Yeah, but you're right. Like, uh, always, always got to stick in their nose and always being offended by shit that doesn't apply to them. Doesn't yep. apply to you. Just walk away, sir. It's like walk an A-B away. conversation. See your way out. No one yeah, asked There you go. No one asked See you. your way out. It's super easy. So many exits. <laughs> so, it's online. So it's such an easy exit. So many exits. No one exits. saw your face. <laughs> right. 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 Nobody even 
even knew you were here. Yeah, right. (laughs) Why leave an opinion and fuck it up? It's Uh, because it's just about shitting on women. It has nothing to do with the sports. They probably never even once watched it. Yeah. Like, it's just the fact that there's women talking about sports and there's women playing sports. It's all it is. It's and then, it. Yeah, and then all these schmucks, you know, they well, there's a Venn diagram of them that probably cry and complain. Why don't girls like me? Hmm, right. let's think about it. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Intelligence exactly. and wokeness, very sexy. Let's note that, okay? Yeah, no, and that was like another person <laughs> yeah. jumped in. So this IG Live I did with Liz, she we made a cocktail, and she said in the beginning of the IG Live, I'm doing it with vodka. Like she was doing it with vodka because she's allergic to gin. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I like gin. And so she did it because I was her guest. And so I was going to use gin and someone right away, some dude popped in. That's vodka. That's not gin. You're making it <laughs> gin and tonic. It's like, okay, a you know what, sir, asshole. It jumped right. into this late. And you think she doesn't know that? She's right. holding the bottle. She's made, I was just like, I think I'm I meant, pretty I think sure she even said it her right fucking like, oh, cocktail recipe. I gotta get the vodka instead. Like, yeah. <laughs> yes. And she even said that. She's like, thank you for mansplaining my cocktail on my, on my IG Live. I appreciate it. I'm like, yeah, you know. So we just started roasting him on the IG Live. But it's just I like. Have, I, did it, I did one of those with Liz a while yeah. back too. And she was asking me about fantasy football. And I was, I prefaced it with, I am not an analyst for fantasy football. These are all very hot takes because I don't know what I'm talking about. Sure. And I said something, I can't even remember what it was, but it was very, very hot take. And this guy is like, oh my God, what an idiot. She doesn't know anything. And I was like, I went after him. I was like, dude, I literally said, I am not a fantasy football (laughs) analyst. I don't know what I'm talking about. Once the IG live ended, he was in my DMs. Oh my gosh. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, and I fucking owned his ass and he blocked me. And I was like, yeah, uh, because that was some stalker yes. shit. Like, why do you even come chase yes. me to try to think that you're going to correct me in any way? Disgusting. Yeah, right? I was well, like, that- I literally said, I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh. She oh. asked me for a hot take and I gave a hot take. That's oh what happened. Yeah, okay, first no, off, and then, oh. it doesn't matter if you're whatever. You don't want to be a fantasy analyst, but you know what you're fucking talking about. Let's be real, Kendall. Yeah. Let's not have yeah. imposter syndrome. You do here. know what you're talking about. But I mean, like when somebody's like, "Hey, give me a hot take," and you give right. a hot take, yeah. and then that person's like, "Somebody's like, oh my god, that'll never <laughs> happen. How dare she say that? <laughs> again? Who fucking asked you?" <laughs> Yeah, like, uh, seriously, because I got, I saw someone comment, and I had said in, we had joked about it in the, in the Instagram TV, or I'm sorry, the Instagram live, I said, yeah, I don't drink tequila, I know, I'm bad Mexican, I don't like tequila, I don't drink tequila, because she wanted to make something mezcal, so then the comments, someone wrote, I thought it was tequila day today, and I just wrote back, I don't drink tequila, because I'm just like, what is happening? Like, okay, God. I'm not saying that you didn't watch it from the beginning, but that comment was put on after we were like yeah. hours after the uh, live had ended. Into so it. you like just were didn't drinking even listen. You literally yeah. read like the title of the IG and decided yep. that you were going to comment that it's National Tequila Day. You know, sir. Reading the headline. Yeah. yeah. The, the meat of the story. Right. I have an opinion because I read the headline. Yeah. But then, <laughs> right. then just even that glimpse into Liz's like audience 
and imagine mm-hmm. all the other prominent women in sports, like bless their goddamn hearts. Bless their hearts. Yeah. Bless uh, their hearts. Like, fuck. Like, I mean. Yeah. That's why Twitter had to, you know, they they need to do something. They, I know they did the mute function where you can, or you can do the, uh, you can do protected. So it can't be retru- I mean, it's just all these things. It's just, you're never going to like get rid of all the bad apples, but at least have protections for people that want to be on the platform and have these conversations right. without being like fully having to deal with the, the scum. Um, yep. ugh, it's just, it's annoying, yeah. but yeah. And they always have like four followers and it's like, uh, I know. <laughs> well, that's yeah. the thing too. It's just like no friends. <laughs> right. You know, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, it's just, it's exhausting. It's exhausting. It's just never going to end. So yeah. there you go. But yes, Becky Hammond being <laughs> the ghost of scrimmage. Circle back. Circle back. It's amazing. And having um, Alyssa Nacken, I believe it's her name, think, yeah. as the as a co- uh, first woman to coach on the field for um, SF Giants is amazing. And the manager for the SF Giants slipped their strap. You know, the Bay Area doing so, it right. Okay. Let's remember mm-hmm. also to the things. Niners who we've got on the coaching staff. Like, so I'm. Yeah, but the Niners also fucked Kaepernick. Well, yeah, so. they're also yeah. yeah they can, the Yorks can so. suck a dick. But that but, might have know. been leadership. That might again. That's <laughs> also, I just want to follow up before we move on to our talking about fantasy leagues um, on the MLB opening day. A couple of things uh, for that one: uh, the Yankees and the and the Phillies played. They all knelt. Nats. Every single one. The Nats. I'm sorry. Did I say yeah. the Phillies? Sorry, the Nats. Yeah. Um, they all kneeled. Dr. Fauci decided he got the first pitch. As Kendall said, he wanted a social distance. (laughs) Social distancing from home plate with that bad boy. Yeah, and then I saw someone else go, he really wanted to make sure no one caught something. (laughs) (laughs) Catch anything. (laughs) You know what? We love that man so much. I didn't see a single meme come out pop out of that pitch. Everybody I was like, I felt Ooh. bad tweeting that out too. I was like, oh my yeah, God, it, was so it was good. It was, it was so good. Funny. It was good. It was good. It was. I retweeted it. I thought yeah. it was hilarious. You know uh, what though? Everybody was like, you better shut your mouth about Dr. Fauci. You leave that man alone. He is a saint. He is the best thing. Yep. He's gonna save us. <laughs> He's gonna yep. fucking save us. <laughs> He's gonna save uh, us. So please. let him. Do you know, try to flatten that curve. It to whoever. <laughs> Let him keep focused on, you know, viral infections and in his intelligence. We don't need him to go to the gym yeah. and learn how to pitch. You know, he can't, we can't have everything. He's been a bit busy. You yeah. Know, <laughs> and he's 79. So, you know, yeah. like, I mean, the fact he that he's been like, he made it that made far. It. Yeah. It yeah. went. It, it went the other way, but at least it didn't <laughs> fall short. <laughs> that's where he wanted it to go. <laughs> right? Yeah. He wasn't eight. That's that was exactly his the spot he had. <laughs> <laughs> I, let's just say, though, I love him to death, but I would not want him to drive me in a car. I'd be <laughs> I'm like, you know what, Fouch? I'll drive. It's cool. Dude, I will say yeah. he threw it better than 50 Cent's first pitch. Wow. Oh, I remember 50, that clip. 50 Cent was facing this way and literally threw it that way. <laughs> <laughs> and literally went to first base. Like, how? <laughs> is not 79 years old or the leader or you know and has, pandemic. yeah like what's your gym for yeah he has, you go to the gym he's not he's definitely not old oh. but he's definitely not curing 
COVID. So I don't no. know what his excuse is. That was just not a good pitch. No. Um, so yes, uh, Fauci was out there on the mound. Um, God bless him. And then um, Marisol Castro, Yay. she, our, our guest, our friend of the pod, our friend in general, love her to death. She yep. was able to go and uh, do her job, uh, PA announcer for the Mets. She was there. Ooh. I could hear her. We we're listening to the MLB, so I could hear her like oh, announcing. Yeah. So it was kind of cool. Um, she's happy to be back. You know, everybody's safe. I, she did a, an interview with WNYC where she talked about how it's definitely different, right? Because they have they don't normally go in through the regular entrance. They have to go through a back entrance and it's the COVID, the temperature and so mm-hmm. She can't get near the players. She has to be, you know, everyone's uh, sequestered or in their, their own like area. Can't like talk to anybody else. And she says like... They do pipe in, as we heard. You could pipe hear yep. the piping of the fans, and they have the cardboard cutouts. So I think it's. Oh, I was going to ask you about that. Did Stephen buy his? <laughs> no, 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 no. He didn't buy his. That would have been funny though for Yankee Stadium. But um, yeah, they all have the cardboard cardboard cutouts. Um, and she did say like the 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 piping of the fan noise is you know you could tell that weird. it's not. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's weird. But at the same time, it's like you know, ambient, but, um, she's like a lot, what you really are hearing and noticing is baseball. So the mm-hmm, smack true. of the ball to the mitt, the bat cracking, like, and yes. other noises that she said that she didn't necessarily, uh, would hear before, like a leaf blower or something, you Birds know, blonde. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, um, uh, very, uh, it's weird, but you know, so we'll see what happens as the the uh game keeps playing so yeah, it's like playing crack again i feel like you know what i mean it's yeah sandlot like these guys total yeah. sandlot the yeah. crack of the bat is one of the best sounds and sounds sports. it's so yeah i agree although i, I will say they could be bunting and it sounds like it's a home run for every <laughs> <school>. <laughs> but i think too when you're playing right that's you're just like i got it you know it's such right. a good right. feeling to crack that bat but yeah yeah but, well, they, I, you know, it's fun to watch on the TV. We've been watching it, and we watch those games, so we have some, you know, MLB fanship. Um, and the last thing about the MLB, I just want to say I've decided. Okay, this is on me. Uh-oh. I, uh, I fat shame players, oh, and in particular, I'm talking about Pablo Sandoval. That's me. I do this, and <laughs> and I'm bad. Okay, yeah, he's, like the, he's the Latin Babe Ruth, you know what I okay, mean? Okay, like- but here's the thing. He's like super athletic. He can jump. Like all those big boys, except for maybe uh, what's the name from the Boston Red Sox who like wouldn't even run unless he threw it. Like he only wanted to do Big, big Poppy. He only made home oh, runs. Ortiz. Yeah, Ortiz, Ortiz just did home runs because he didn't want to have to run. That's like correct. if he like did any of anything else besides a home run, he would just be like, I'm going to call it a strike i'm not running i'm not gonna run i'm not gonna walk i'm not going to first base it needs to be out of the fucking field and so that i could just like get in a golf cart and stroll through the bases like i i remember seeing him okay that's yeah he might have a knee injury that one i think he deserves a little fat shaming yeah i mean but i mean he did get shot so i don't want to like go to remember he got shot that was like so weird um so i just want to say publicly that i have fat shamed baseball players because also, you know, I'm like, how can this be a sport that with people that are so like fat? And I am going to t- 
talk, I, I had this discussion with my husband Sorry. and I'm like, oh my God, I'm a terrible person because I've been doing this and I never thought about it. And I'm going to think about it now and I'm going to be better about that and uh, try to, you know, not be a dick about that kind of stuff. So I just wanted to put that out there. Hey, you I'm know what? Sorry. That might not be fat. That could be all muscle, Liz. I mean, I know. That's right. Grabbing <laughs> muscle. That's right. And you know what? Round muscle. I mean, just because you're a big person doesn't mean that you don't have athleticism. Doesn't mean that yeah. you don't have flexibility. Doesn't mean yeah. that you don't have the, hey, uh, you know. Cece so. Sabathia ate, used to eat mm-hmm. two boxes of cereal every morning. And he was a big boy. And he mm-hmm. cut it down to one. And he lost like 17 pounds. Oh, yeah. Cause guys, yeah, guys just have to do like a one degree shift yeah. in their food. And then they like. Wow. I mean, he was a big Get boy. Cut. He got Bartolo Cologne. He goes by Big Sexy. Oh, fuck, yeah. He's Bartolo Cologne. Gee, believe. Gee, drop that he was a New York on, Yankee. Yeah. Like, I, mm-hmm. I was like. Bah, 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 Giant man. Huge. I I bought his. Uh, he has a it's supposed to be an autobiography, um, and he he literally says, uh, as the the story of Bartolo Colon is told by Bartolo Colon, and then you flip through it, and it's literally stories from his teammates on Bartolo. Colon. But it's like I thought it was as told by him. I know that's why I was like, does he understand? <laughs> <laughs> the translation that publisher translated that shit fucked up. It's literally stories like, yeah, there's some parts written by him, but the majority is like short stories written by his old teammates. Oh my god. I want that. I can't. I, I want that memoir. I know I need really? it. It's on the it's coffee really table. Funny. You need it. Oh yeah. yeah, okay. I'm gonna get that. Oh my god. I have That's it right so here good. Somewhere. Oh shit, it's with you. <laughs> I thought I had it next to me, but I know. Oh it's yeah, send me the link and I'll put it it's in our called, show notes. It's too. called Big Sexy. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Big Sexy. Okay, you know what? That's going in the price pack. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you fucking bring up that price pack. I will hound you. <laughs> Yeah. You guys don't realize I have a storage. I will prize pack shame you if you did oh, not. I got a Bruce Lee Giants bobblehead to stick in that. I got a lot of random oh, shit. Oh, so. yeah. I'll send you. I'll send you big sexy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you better put this together. It's a. It's oh, the like. It's the uh, cemetery of sports memorabilia. That's what the <laughs> theme of the prize pack is. Or sports memorabilia goes to die. The hoops talk prize pack. Yes. Yep. That's happening. That's happening. Oh, but you know, okay. and, and I will say that I, I I might slip. So apologies. I don't ever tweet it out or anything like that. I mostly just it's yell at Steven. <laughs> but still, I want to be better. Um, no oh. fat shaming. Although I will say, I mean, if you're some of these dudes are big, so yeah. Gonna... I mean, that's how much stronger they are. If they could do 100 push-ups next to their like 130 pound right. fucking teammate, like more power mm-hmm. to you. You're right. Jugging right. around that keg. Right, Literally. instead of a six pack. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> big boys. Big boys. Big boys yes. get it get her done. Um, okay. So I think that's it for uh sports in the age of coronavirus. I think we're ready. We're gonna move on to our next segment. Um, we're gonna talk about fantasy sports, so we will be right mm. back. And we are back. Okay, so 
We have a, so we started this podcast because we played NBA fantasy and, you know, we actually had an NBA fantasy league going. I think I would think that if we would, since it ended, right. And we're not going to start it up again for the NBA that Zach Dresler would have been the winner of the, of our fantasy, uh, which is bullshit. I was on his, I was on You're his, on his tail on there. It. You were. You were so, um, but we're not going to talk about that because no, it's that's in the past. didn't happen. It didn't happen. Yeah. Didn't happen. <laughs> like it didn't literally. Didn't it's got happen. an asterisk if he does win, right? Just yeah. like this. I don't know. Champions you know what, on this season. This is as much as credit is being given to that whole fantasy league. So yeah. what we did was we were super excited for WNBA. So we we're going to be like, okay, let's join a league. Let's do a fantasy league. So. And WNBA partnered with FanDuel. I could not, I only found one other product that I saw on Twitter called She Sports, I think was the name of the platform. And it was odd because, I mean, I, I love supporting, you know, uh, any initiative that's going to help with the WNBA, but it also like, it took my information. And then if I actually wanted to play, I had to do a $5 membership. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm not about this life. Like right now, um, I'm happy to try it again at a different time, but I just need something quick because I, I needed to get our lineups together. So we went to FanDuel. I went to FanDuel because other fantasy apps do not have the WNBA in there. And let me tell you how fucking difficult it was. The whole process was maddening. First off, I signed up. I did the, everything I needed to do to sign up. And then it's still like, Oh, well, we also want to verify that you are who you say you are. And I'm like, yeah, bro, like I am who I say I am. So I put in my name, but it wasn't my like legal name, whatever, because I didn't change my name uh, after my I got married legally. And so I had to like put my legal name in. So it's like, whatever, I don't Wait, care. Wait, does so, Steven know this, that you didn't officially? <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, man. <laughs> he knows. He totally knows. You know why? Because I'm not gonna. I'm not about to go Standing to the DMV lines. and the passport <laughs> and the tax ID. And I'm just like, yeah. You know what? AKA Liz Lap. Yeah, <laughs> I'll write it out, but it's not official, <laughs> right? <laughs> you can sign the check to my legal name, but you can give me my respect with my lap name. But so yes. <laughs> you know, it's all good. I, I'm getting paid. So I like. I had to do all this thing, and then I go to invite both of you on here right and I first I had to set my lineup but I didn't know if my lineup was set and then it was set and then I had to invite you all mm -hmm. so I don't even know who you have in your lineup I don't know if you could use the same people as that yeah I know they didn't lineup. eliminate yeah. they didn't eliminate players that you guys put in your lineup so yeah. I'm like, what's the point of this like and then, what if we all have well, the same fucking team my shit won't let me in because apparently I'm not a real person. Yeah. It won't verify my real name. It won't verify you. And you're yeah. just like, I I'm I'm texting with you. And you're like, I'm yeah. not going to go get my license right now. I'm like very comfortable in my situation. And I'm like, that's fine. You know how to do it. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. They and don't need to know my social and my face and my license yeah. number and all that. Sorry. It, it was literally like I was setting up a bank account for the very first time. <laughs> Like, I was, like, so, like seriously, like, I was going to set up a bank account and, you know, buy a home. Like, I was getting a mortgage. Like, just trying to enter this fucking vandal. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know, like, who you got on your team. I then, like, I set my lineups. 
And then I sit, and then I sent it over to you guys, and I'm like, hey, can you? So I don't even know. Like I'm, I, I feel like I'm flying blind because I don't know who I'm playing, how I'm playing up against you. So then I saw mm-hmm. there's a part that says start a league. I was like, oh, so this must be like the free league, like what I'm used to playing on my other. And so I'm gonna start it. So I go to start a league, and I scroll because it says MLB. You know, has all the the different sports. No WNBA. There was not a WNBA. Fuck. Okay. So even if I want, even if we wanted to do a style where we could each go head to head and we could see each other's players and we do an official draft and we do all that goodness, I couldn't do it because they didn't have WNBA. So then I thought, okay, you know what? I'll try the NBA. No, you have to buy into the league starting at $25. I don't even want to give you $1. I just want to have a place where I can have a fantasy league that's free and fun and I can be a commissioner and I can shit talk to my friends and it, it has WNBA players. Okay. That's what I would like. I would, that's what I would like. And it's so disappointing that this fucking fan duel is, I mean, it's for sports betting. I, I get it. I like it, uh, you know, it dawned on me that I'm trying to get this to be something that it really isn't. And I think the WNBA needs to think about what it is they want to be when it comes to these types of apps. Because I'm going to tell you, I was on a Zoom call with Worth, which deals with uh, business, right? They're like a Forbes type of thing. And Kathy Engelbert was on that Zoom And I got to ask a question and I said, hey, you know what? A lot of people love League Pass. Um, I love it and I will pay for it. Can you tell me what you're doing to update that? Because it's not the best experience, right? And two, what about WNBA fantasy? Like not even like the betting portion, but just the fact that we want to play like head to head in a league. And so she did say, like, the league pass, they're coming out with a whole new, like, update on that. And it's going to have a whole new look, feel, and they're doing a lot more with that. I don't think it's going to be for this season, obviously. It'll be for 2021. But she mentioned that as far as fantasy, you know, they do have FanDuel. And she said that those are the partners. And that they're still looking about what is going to be a good fit from the, um, you know, uh, the integrity of the WNBA. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and let, that's a fine question, whatever. But then I was like, so what about the integrity of the owners of the WNBA? Mm-hmm. Like Ooh. Kelly Loeffler, who is a racist garbage human who um, mm-hmm. made money off of the pandemic. Um, and you give this, you know, very milk toast, uh, you know, press release about her. But you're worried about the integrity of just making a fun fantasy game for people that like the WNBA that just want to have like head to head and see. Because I I'm not going to name the other fantasy thing that we play, but it's just weird. But like why why is that even a thing? Like literally every other league has fantasy. Why it's like an the MLB is it's fine with it, the NBA is fine with it, the football NFL is, but like why is that even a what? Yeah. <laughs> like, and why has, I mean, like, I don't know. All I'm saying also is like, everybody knew that the WNBA was having a huge come up. Anybody that looks at projections of what is going to be popping off, if you have people that are in tech that are supposed to be at the precipice of everything that's supposed to be going to be popping off for us in like 2024, 
then why did you not know that the WNBA was going to be one of the things that could be happening that could make enrich your app and bring you more users and bring you more downloads and bring you more revenue? Mm -hmm. I don't get it. And if they're not knocking down your door, why are you not knocking down? I'm just like, oh my God. It's just so weird how like, like us, people on the outside and, you know, just people on Twitter and general fans have all of these like bright ideas and the people who are in charge don't listen to shit and they don't have any ideas of their own. They're just like, and I get there's like money and all this kind of shit involved, but like, you could, if you just listen to the people who watch your sport mm-hmm. and watch your league, you could learn so much on how to mm-hmm. make it better. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't seem like anybody fucking does that. I and so it's agree. so wild to me. Like, I feel like us is just like a collective, like <laughs> the insiders for the WNBA could run the fucking lead better than what's being <laughs> done right now. I agree. I agree. It's because so wild. It's like the, uh, I don't know. I, like you're they're so worried about how the NBA the how they get people from the NBA to watch WNBA and how they're going to grow new users. And I'm like how about just make how about making it good for the people that do want it that are subscribing that are watching. Right. You know, what are you doing for them that I'm just like the app is so bad. Like I have right. not like I want to be it's like one of the things the store that store is terrible. Like, oh. like Everything. Like, not a, social media yeah. is just the easiest way to get feedback and nobody fucking uses it. It's well, so not, crazy. Not only that, but like why is there like a million different places to get a million different pieces of WNBA merch? It's like you can go to Fanatics, mm-hmm. you go to the WNBA, you go to all these like other like individual popping up. It's like I just want a portal where I can see all of the things that I could buy for the WNBA and make a wallet. So that every time I want something to go ching 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 and I just buy it and I give you right. the money. I will give you or all the monies. Maybe have it in the freaking arenas yeah. during games. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. But this is just all it just it it's so frustrating because it's common sense stuff. Like even going back to the draft, how we were kind of like, what? Like you had all this time to make it great and that's the product you put. Like just every little thing. I don't get this is just common sense easy stuff to make your product easy. better easy and it's like do the teams talk to WNBA about product like I know that each team has their own store but do they coordinate so that the WNBA says okay whatever you're going to do we're going to put it out across like I just feel like the synergy for NBA and the teams feel like they're talking to one another I don't know what's happening yeah. <laughs> I'm just like I mean, it's so scattered and it just feels like like there's so much cool stuff being made by players like on their own, like the collaborations mm-hmm. that they're doing and like Natasha Cloud and Converse and just, I mean, Nike in general, they have their own spiel stuff going on, but I, I don't know. I'm just like, what is happening? It's, it's like that with the NWSL too, because mm. when they were, they started up their tournament, I was like, oh, you know, like, I don't really know all that much about the league I know a couple teams and the players so I started going to like each team I was like I'm gonna look up the merch because they got some cool stuff right yeah everybody's website is something different they're like doing it on their own it's just like every women's league gets the like afterthought right like oh shit by the way I guess we should probably have a merch page for (laughs) this team right or like 
oh, maybe the team needs a website. Yeah. <laughs> Let's throw one up on, uh, you know, WordPress real quick or whatever. It's yeah. Like, every women's league just gets this like the like leftovers. Yeah, and and how about you know yeah. what WNBA make a link tree. And put yeah. all the links on a link tree. If it's just too hard for you to like assemble, like, you know, the stores or something, just like one, cause I know they have the website, but it doesn't link to everything. You know, mm-hmm. there's like, oh, I, I was just trying to buy another one of these sweatshirts as a gift for somebody. And it's just like, oh, where do I, uh, it was just a lot. And I was just trying yeah. to find some merch because I wanted to buy some new Sparks gear. And I was just like, I'm not happy. It's, it's just frustrating when you can clearly see it. And yet the people who are, the people who are in charge of making the decisions can't for some reason. It's like, you feel like you're just screaming into the void. You know, like. I agree. And honestly, like, where are the priorities? I mean, it's not like you're running the teams because the teams have their own ownership and their own management. You're not marketing necessarily each individual team because each of them have their own marketing. You're not doing PR for individual teams Mm -hmm. because they all, like every team has functions as a small you know, uh, company within the bigger company. So all you have to do really is look at like, how do we make a broad swath of all of these entities, one stop shop for the people that are supporting us. I don't understand why that's not why and, it's so hard. And where's these big sports brands like Under Armour and Nike that are more than willing to use female athletes and prominent women to sell their shit and act right. like they're all in support. But you're not going to actually work directly with teams and actually make gear that looks nice that mm-hmm. I actually want to wear. Right. Just slapping a logo on some like cookie cutter fitted t-shirt and call it a fucking woman's gear. Like, right. You know. Bedazzled in pink. And oh like, God. Oh. The grommets. Oh, God. The ripped. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Mesh. Oh, <laughs> I can't. Like, no. yeah. I I usually have to buy a men's style or a men's yep. style because I don't want a V-neck. Like, right. I just don't want a V-neck. Like, I like, don't need a V-neck. I right. feel like guys like V-necks more than girls. Like, why yeah. are we yeah. pawning uh, V-necks on us? Yeah. yeah. Or, or like, the, sometimes you just want a baggy t-shirt yeah. that you can wear to a game. Not some, like, fitted, like, <laughs> sucking all in. Like, you just want to be comfortable when you're at a game. I don't understand. That's it. I just want to be comfortable. <laughs> oh, my God. Ugh. Yeah. So... That, I mean, I know we were talking about like the fantasy league, but it all like pipes back into the fact that there's just some user experiences that are so frustrating that they put so much friction to you just wanting to be a fan and watch the game and participate with your friends and the joy, especially like this pandemic is going to keep us inside for a long time. So the more advantage that you can have to provide a place for fans to engage, it's not Twitter. Like stop giving Twitter all your money and start giving your own apps the money that you want and the users and the usage and the viewers and the downloads so that you can continue making the revenue that you need to instead of making platforms like Twitter and Instagram have all that money. I love those platforms too, but you're not doing any service to your own brand if that's all you're doing is giving them money um, on their platforms. So that's not even my hoops off, but I think that it is important (laughs) because we play fantasy. We love fantasy. Um, You know, I might go so far as saying maybe we do NFL. I hate NFL. You guys know that, but hell. I love NFL fantasy. Let's do it. (laughs) We'll do it. 
will do it. Y'all shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'll just be like, my hot take is that I don't play NFL fantasy. So when I make all the bad picks, you can mansplain it to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, my hot Perfect. pick is called auto draft. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Okay, you heard it here. We're gonna have a hoop sock NFL uh draft. Kendall, I'm gonna throw that to you. You get we okay. can use whatever yeah. app you want. I, I have a feeling I know which one, which is fine. I'm I have all of it set up, so it's gonna be so easy. I've already done the onboarding. So literally it's gonna be Perfect. like when's when's draft, zoom it, uh some beers. And we're going to get it done. Perfect. Well, that's it for the fantasy stuff. I figure we we could touch upon that. And I think um, we're gonna, we're going to take a quick break to come back with hoops off. So it's one of our favorite segments where we get our hoops off and everything off our chest. So with that, <laughs> we will be right back. And we are back. Okay, time for our final segment that we all we really enjoyed this one. It's called Hoops Off. It's where we each get one minute to go off on any topic or anything that has happened during the week. And Karen is going to go first with the hoops, her hoops off. So Karen, I've set the timer. Are you ready? Okay. Okay, she's breathing. All right. I'm going to count you down and get ready. Three, two, one, go. Okay, so I love the support and the solidarity of seeing my NBA men's rocking their WNBA gear. But if you notice, they're all wearing the same matching orange hoodie. And why is that? There is not enough WNBA gear out there. And even then, when you go into the store, the men's section has more shit. And the women are stuck with V-necks and fitted stuff and grommets and fitted fitted like whatever and they just slap a fucking logo on there there's no design aesthetic there's no thought to it and even the athletes jerseys themselves the women are tucking it to the edges of their bras just to make it look like a more flattering halter look and more comfortability and breathability and even with the shorts it's like come on man i don't need to wear garbage bags on my goddamn legs and play ball like hook me up a little bit and like you know like liz mentioned the big old sponsored logo nike your logo's there give more money you spend so much money on women's sports do more for the WNBA. Otherwise, Under Armour, come on through. You know what I mean? Because the market's open for you. And 70% of purchasers are women. So these women are buying their men gear. So you better fucking start appealing to us because guess what? Money's going in the trash. All right. Ooh, you're done. Whoa. Whoa. Is that right on the <laughs> Oh, right on the Dang. money on that one. <laughs> you are so right. And you know, no grommets, please. <laughs> and no these ripped. The t- no. I'm into tie-dye, actually. But the ripped... Yeah. See through shirt, you've seen that where they print oh, on yeah. the. I'm like, oh, you know yeah. what? I'm not trying to show my no. tits at a fucking game. Yeah, like, no. right. Also, like, like, I'm sorry, my team is red and black. Why is this in pink? <laughs> oh <laughs> my god! I was watching this uh, Reese Witherspoon movie and uh, Paul Rudd and fucking uh, what's his face? One of the Wilson brothers and. She was like some baseball, softball player or something. And she was at Wilson's house and he opened up a closet because she slept over. And he's like, oh, don't wear your dress from last night. Wear one of these. And it's like all pink baseball hoodies and gears, every size. And I'm just like, Uh, oh. Yeah. (laughs) Pink Pink is so gross. I mean, do better. They're so, and not only that, but like if your XL does not fit me, and I have to go to a men's, men's medium. 
Yeah. We're like, not thinking we're of not the big thinking picture. about real women right. bodies. Okay. Yeah. And All sorry, right. some of us have got a little extra hair in the middle with some some hangover. Thank I don't you. need something that's fitted that shows <laughs> that to the entire world. Well, let's just world. talk about tits. Period. Right. right. <laughs> when well, I you go to I want to be comfy with a beer and a hot dog in my hand. Yes. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. Do better in the and in the shops and online. And just design-wise. Like yeah. design-wise. So many. Come on. So many. Adidas, get in the game too. Oh, like, join. Come on. Come on. Every, everybody. Go to redbubble.com, the Hoops Talk Podcast. <laughs> and get your good you Get your gear good, there get too. Your goddamn gear we'll there. Sponsor too. A team. We'll hey, sponsor we'll sponsor team. it. God damn it. Okay, I'm gonna go next. Who's gonna time me? All right, I gotcha. All right. You ready? Yes. All right. And go. Okay. So I say this with a lot of love, but fuck the Yankees and fuck Mariana Rivero. I'm sorry. Like, here's the thing. When the Yankees were kneeling with the Nationals for opening day in Washington, they were not doing performative work. But it looks that way when the Yankee organization then says that they're going to have Donald Trump come and throw the first pitch in the Bronx. Let's just take a step back because one, you know what? He just didn't fuck the country just to start. He was fucking New York from the beginning when he did the Central Park Five, when he had racist practices in his apartment buildings. So he's been fucking New York. So you may think that he's a president or something, but he's already been fucking you and he don't need to go to the Bronx again to do more damage to the people that live there. And also Mariano Rivera. Okay, I guess it you're a trumper but this is not the time you are not it the man was supposed to be talking about saving schools how the fuck are you gonna do that are you gonna sandman them to death the covid uh, <laughs> that's it that is it i had it i have I had it mariana rivera and your jean shorts and your three pitches <laughs> is not gonna save the schools from covid i don't care that you know kids like kids have kids, love kids, know people with kids, kids in your family, that ain't it. Yeah. No. You made me sick. Trump ain't it. You saw my chat. Sorry. <laughs> if you I'm sorry, if you still support Donald Trump. Bye. Right. I right. don't even give a shit anymore. Come <laughs> at me. <laughs> don't care. <laughs> okay, Kendall, are you ready for your one? Oh man, minute? I don't even know where to start. I'm so nervous. Oh my god, um, it's so exciting. You're a great writer. You got okay, this. Okay, okay. I'm gonna okay. count you down. Uh, Three, two, one. Go. Okay, so I tweeted something earlier because all of the NBA are sporting their their orange hoodies in support of WNBA, and Kobe's been doing it since like day one. Um, and I tweeted something that good ball is good ball. And if the NBA's biggest stars can recognize that, then you shouldn't listen to the chads that are couldn't even make the JV high school team. So all these little chads that are sitting at home who haven't even watched a WNBA game that like to hop into the conversation and say that it's not good basketball. It's blah, blah, blah. It's different basketball is what it is. And it's still great basketball. And if the NBA's greatest players can recognize that, then you can sit your little ass down because just because you played Papa Shot at your fucking little local ass bar doesn't mean that you're an expert on what good basketball is. So watch the WNBA and support women's athletics. Nice. You yeah. came in. Yeah. In a minute. <laughs> Woo. 
And oh, I totally man. agree with you on that. Just yeah. support it or walk away. Plenty for you to do. Yeah. Like Liz said, you know, she's not going over uh, on Twitter when there's a bowling tournament and <laughs> talking trash about them. bowling as a sport. I mean, you have you literally are you going to listen to some dude who's never touched a ball just saying, oh, this is gross. I hate it. And yeah. he's probably never even watched it. Or the guys who are literally at the top of the game in the right. sport right. who are like, no, this is good ball. It's just different. Yeah. It, they play more dynamic ball. They have to play it's it all, a different way. Yeah, right. It's all plays yeah, like, around like huge skills. strength and iso yeah like men's basketball they have the athleticism to like slam jam it and all that kind of shit like yeah. some women do some don't so they have to play a different style yeah. of and ball. let's remember how much more versatile uh wnba players are they could play right. practically almost any position within their team right they're not exactly. stuck to like Shaq only being able to fucking play in the key right right they could do it and all there's strategy involved oh, because they sure. can't just throw some giant person down there, give him the ball and have them just right, jam it every yeah. time. Yeah. Like, no, I you have to have strategy. Yeah. Oh, no, I absolutely agree. And again, it's yeah. just like, if it's not for you, we're not saying it's like, oh, you have to support it because we said so. Don't support it, but don't come at other people that are supporting it. It's just stupid. You, look you don't stupid. have anything smart or good to say, shut the fuck up. Right. You look dumb. Right. And don't come out of sport if you have never watched it before. Right. Or can actually just, play it. <laughs> you're, you're, or if you can't play it. Like, I you, I don't fucking go and comment on, like, you know, I don't know, whatever, some shit that I don't know because I don't know about it. Right, you know? right, like, right, right. And it reminds me of this video I saw. I, I, I don't know who the woman was, but she was, you know, her, someone was just pitching balls to her and she was cracking them hard yeah. and Ball. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw. You that saw too. that, and all these yeah. comments on from dudes, and I'm like, no one yeah. fucking asked you, right? That, yeah, that's the other thing too. I don't remember asking you. Why don't you start filming your Chad? Yeah, Can why you don't tell me about WNBA yeah. right yeah. now? <laughs> why don't you go right. film your morning routine and how you dress? And oh, I'll come in the comments real quick <laughs> if you want that. Right. Right. <laughs> about, oh, you really gonna wear that ratty ass underwear from 15 years ago, bro? <laughs> Right? They're crusty at, they, you know, they have a shower. You only brushed your teeth for 30 seconds? They're sitting <laughs> on mom's couch. They've got like stink finger from uh, having their hands in their pants. That's their yeah. stink finger. Uh, <laughs> it is the truth. I just, just stay out of it. Or, you know what? Watch it and instead of just having opinion before even, yeah. mm. you know, watching something. Open in your mouth. Watch it. Yeah. Right. I mean, so you can't even just, sometimes you just put out WNBA and people are like, who cares? Oh, well, who's watching? It's, it's like, about okay. shitting on women. That's yeah. all it is. To make themselves they, feel better. They've never watched a softball game. They've never watched the WNBA mm-hmm. game. They've never watched a women's soccer game. It's just all about shitting on women because they're insecure and they've been rejected their entire lives because they're oh. fucking gross. Yeah. They're fucking gross. Yeah. Oh, they're fucking gross. You're fucking they're gross. They're intimidated by powerful, <laughs> athletic women. We should just create a bot on Twitter that every time some guy trolls women's sports, it just has these canned template responses like, you're, fu- you're, fucking you're fucking gross. gross. <laughs> <laughs> and then maybe the, the profile image rotates from like different, like, <laughs> we'll get rap or that. something. <laughs> Oh my god, I love that idea. Well, look at we just had a little think tank during our hoops talk. 
I'm so glad. Yeah, it's like, what's that dog, the racist dog? And then every time someone tweets something, oh, yeah. and he goes, woof, yeah. woof, woof, woof. We could just be like, your retweet comment, you're fucking gross. <laughs> and on that note, we want to thank everybody for listening. Um, please make sure you subscribe and review. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, everywhere, RSS feeds, mm-hmm. what have you. Follow us and DM us on our social handles. Uh, we're on Twitter and Instagram at The Hoots Talking. We're on YouTube. We're on TikTok. Uh, subscribe, set your alerts, what have you. Wednesday night, 6.30 p.m. on YouTube. Also the Good News Radio uh, and podcast app. And hey, it's uh, WNBA, NBA uh, coming up soon, hot and heavy. We will keep you updated on our fantasy league if we could ever figure out what the fuck's happening with that. And, um, you know, uh, yeah, have a good one. And Karen, how I want to keep it. We want to keep it sweaty. sweaty and heady. But not gross. No. No. We out.